Hello, hello. What's up, everyone? You're listening to Skeleton Key Podcast. I'm your host, Kagan. And um, this week, we're uh, switching things up a little bit. Uh, Keith and Tate will not be joining us. Instead, I have a special guest and um, hopefully a new friend. His name's Danny. What's up, Danny? How you doing? I'm doing good. You happy to be on? You happy to be on the show? Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, I know um, Danny came on here um, through a friend of mine. Her name is Steph. So this week, we are not going to be doing a true crime one. We're going to be doing a high strangeness one. So <coughs> let me begin. So when it comes to cryptid sightings, creature encounters, or other insta- instances involving high strangeness, some of them can be easier to swallow than others. One example is Earth's resident Bigfoot. In a way, there, in si- there is scientific validity to, to, um, to its existence. Like, skeptics like to come to it from a certain, like, you know, well, it's not real. And then I also come from it from a scientific standpoint. It's called evolution. You can see how, like, Bigfoot could come from, a, like, a monkey, like, or, or how evolution could make an ape become, you know, something other than a human or a, or a monkey. It makes sense. Yeah. Or, um, like, the same thing can be said about water monsters. Um, Nessie aside, there are an exhausting amount of water monster sightings all over the world, some stories ending worse than others. But why couldn't this be? Over the course of history, we've had multiple fossils and evidence to suggest that Earth was once full of large predatory water monsters of various sizes and shapes that swam throughout the Earth's oceans, surf, uh, w- rivers, and lakes. But some, like, do, some can find a home away from like, the group. You know? Some can go off and do their own thing. That's kind of how evolution works. So when it comes down to all of it, some creatures can, be more, can make more sense than others. And even though people all around the world still claim to have Sasquatch encounters to this day, there are some entities that are only seen once or a handful of times at most. Stories like this are too weird to be believed, but it allegedly happened. So we're going to, so we're going to get into it in this week's story. This is the story of the Phantom Clown of Sandown. Okay, so what is the Phantom Clown of Sandown? Oh, well, we're going to get into it um, more throughout the story near the end. Some people think it was an alien. Some people think it was an interdimensional creature that kind of slid through our reality. And some people just think it was a guy in a mask. (laughs) But we're going to get into it. I think (laughs) maybe it's like a a ghost. I think it's a ghost. A ghost? It could very well be a ghost. Um, They actually ask him if he's a ghost, and he has a really, really dumb answer. Gets back to them. We'll get into it. So, uh, also real quick, do you like clowns, Danny? Uh, yeah. You do? Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm neutral with them. I mean, I don't like disres- I don't like hate them, but I there's something about them I don't trust. Yeah, <laughs> they're kind of creepy. Like they can be creepy, but yeah, they can stare into your soul. <laughs> He's honestly not wrong. The makeup is. <laughs> the makeup can do that. Yeah, but and people like petrify them. Yeah, some people love clowns. Some people hate clowns. They're chaotic neutral to me, I guess. They're whatever. So, um, yeah, we're going to get into it this week. So, um, our story this week takes us to England, more specifically the small seaside resort town of Sandown, located in the Isle of Wight. The island may be a little community with, pic- with picturesque European beaches and rolling cliffside hills, but would go down in paranormal lore as being home to one of the creepiest and most confusing encounters ever recorded by investigators. So, the Isle of Wight. Sounds so fancy and, like, beautiful, doesn't it? So, in May of 1973, an unnamed seven-year-old girl with the pseudonym of Faye was walking with an unknown companion as they traversed the outer wood line of the Sandown Golf Course. The two children were stopped immediately in their tracks when they began to hear a low-pitched wail similar to that of an ambulance siren. 
they said it was something like, whoa. I can make like, a better one. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do want to think that that's what it was, <laughs> like, actually. Uh, so the following strange siren-like wail, uh, following that, the two young explorers made their way through the thin tree line that separated the golf course from a small parcel of wet marshland. The duo then walked through the swampy grassland and began to and began to cross a nearby footbridge when they saw a sight that made the hair on the back of their necks stand up straight. Uh-oh. An elongated arm that ended in a large blue glove was, was the first to emerge from underneath the bridge. However, the rest of the entity swiftly came from below the walkway and into view. So <clears throat> I'm now going to read a description of the, cr of the creature that was given. Um, so like a UFO, um, a UFO um, like agency um, known as <laughs> it's the British um, UFO Research Organization, or Bufora. They sent out an inv sounds kind of stupid. They sent out an they sent out an investigator. Tell um, us what it looks like. Uh, I, I will, I will. But they sent out an investigator to um, you know, like cover the story. And this is the description that he wrote down that the girl said. He was nearly seven feet tall and had no neck, for his head appeared to be wedged straight into his shoulders. He wore a yellow pointed hat, which interlocked with a red collar of a green tunic. A red black knob was affixed to the top of his hat, and wooden antennae were attached to either side. The face had triangular markings for eyes, a brown square of a nose, and motionless yellow lips. Other round markings were on his paper white cheeks, and a fringe of red hair fell onto his forehead. Um, the wooden slats protruded from his sleeves and from below his trousers. He also had no feet. Oh, sorry. He, sorry, he had no shoes on. He had, he had three fingers, and he had no shoes on. So I'm going to show you a picture of this thing. Like, there's not any All actual right. pictures, obviously, but there were drawings. So this, is an, artist, um, this is an artist's rendition. This is what All the right. investigator drew. This is Good. the first picture of this thing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What the heck? Yep. Like that looks, like a, that looks mm -hmm. like a circus ball. Oh, my God. It's almost like Slender Man. I think he may be like a brother or something. Maybe? It's a w it's weird. It's weird. Okay, I want to tell you something. It's um, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Well, we we no have some guests sitting on the corner. I'm showing them the picture. So I, I think he might be a cousin of the Slender Man. You know, like the tall dude of no face. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know the Slender Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're th you're gonna see. There's there. He's he's a lot nicer than Slender Man is. It's creepy, but he's a lot nicer. But uh, Slender Man's nice. Slender Man's not nice. Oh yeah. Uh, Slender Man's. Okay, yeah, uh, he's stupid, but when, <laughs> but he's, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but people have seen Slenderman by buying his happy beautiful dogs at 3 a.m. He also did cause, like, the, the almost murder of one real, like, person, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Yeah, um, I heard it, that document. But, uh, no, so this thing, it's like a robot wooden, pu I, th I see it as honestly I like a pup, I see it as a puppet that's, like, kind of mechanical. I think it's, like, maybe just, like. A clown spirit possessing like a costume, and there's a I skeleton like underneath it. That you know what? Honestly, I like the layers. I like the layer, like the approach you're going about this. I like yeah. that. I like that. But no, I mean it just sounds kind of like a like a creepy Pinocchio like marionette puppet that's like yeah. partly. And he's he's yeah. it's he's he's weird. Yeah, he's weird. it's definitely it's too weird. So, facing them, the children watched as the tall clown-like entity dropped a book that it had been holding into the stream, and then began to helplessly splash around the creek bed, fumbling to retrieve it. So he's just, like, trying to pick up this <laughs> book, but he can't. 
pick it up. Butterfingers. Is he blind? He's not blind, but he just has holes where like there should like where his mouth should be or where his nose should be or where his eyes should be. There's just holes. Yeah. But that's why a lot of people think it was some creep in a mask. I think So um after So just the killer So I actually don't know this, but do you know Jeff the Killer? Yeah, uh, that's a creepypasta. Yeah. That's a creepypasta. Yeah, I know he is. It's a creepy story. Like this guy with no eye, he, like, re- eyelids and oh, yeah. blood around I remember his reading the story when I was, like, a child in bed. Giant <laughs> room and a knife. Yeah, no, that, that's a good creepypasta. Yeah, check out Jeff the Killer on Creepypasta. Uh, so, after finally picking up his wet notebook, the two watched as the entity began to do a knee-high, wide-leg skip in an anti-gravity-like way, similar to the same leap that an astronaut would do on the lunar surface. Yeah, I'll make you, and this is the sound you can hear. <laughs> but Splash! But, yeah, so, like, the, oh, trust me, the sound comes back, but, no, like, so he's... They're saying it's how it's walking. It's d- have you ever seen like how an astronaut moves on the yeah. on the moon? Like he just like slow. They're saying that's how it's jumping. Yeah, like <coughs> kind of like. Yeah, um, the strange clown-like robot puppet then entered a large windowless metal structure that Faye said was comparable to a job site trailer found on construction sites. Maybe it's a home, or maybe it's a time machine. Maybe. <coughs> but they do go inside of it, which is uh, uh, yeah. There's a lot of red flags in the story. A lot of red flags. Yeah. So, um, the no doubt confused duo stared at the small metallic building for several minutes, but soon began, uh, became bored and slowly began to walk away. That was when the strange marionette-like, inter- um, yeah, marionette-like interloper reappeared at the front of his hut holding what appeared to be an amplifier-like device that was attached to a microphone that laid in his hand. It's like, a, like an old school, like, boom yeah, box right. with a mic. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. So um, the being then pressed a button on the interdimensional boombox, which caused the ambulance-like sire, um, sound to once again echo throughout the area, this time at a much higher volume, causing Faye's male companion to run away in discomfort. So the girl stayed, but the kid ran away like a, like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> but the boy he, ran he away. He was a coward. He was a coward. He was a coward. I think he was so much um, But yeah, no, man. so it's like maybe some kind of a sound weapon. Yeah, maybe Who knows? the clown, or maybe the clown dude. So I would... I hate to say it, but Slenderman would have killed this thing. <laughs> so, um, possibly realizing that the kids did not like the sound, the being then pressed the button again, which caused it to shut off. And then, it be- and then as if it were prepping for a live show at a nightclub, the creature then tapped the mic repeatedly and spoke into the device, saying, quote, Hello. Hey, are you still there? Hello. Hey. Hello. Yeah. Uh, the, the kid said he's like the kid said like the entire time he's talking to them, like he, he talks into the mic the whole time he's, he talks to the kids throughout the whole story. But no, like the sound doesn't happen. It's just weird. Like they said he had to like speak into it to talk to him. But they said also when he spoke into it, it was like he was standing next to them speaking into their ear. That's like how the sound came to them. The two friends then stood in shock and even more so confused at what they were seeing. As I think we all would. I mean, r- literally. Uh, but perhaps not knowing any better, the children found the strange being's calm voice and even calmer demeanor. They liked it. So they walked back to the um, to give the stranger from the out of this world a second chance. Yeah, no, so um, after the kids made their way back over, the being pulled out its most likely still wet notebook. It began to write several various words into a single page. So the placement of the words made no sense as they were in a dis, like, in a, as it, yeah. As they were in a um, discernible order, 
but using its pencil, the creature pointed at, e at each word to spell out the sentence, and it said, Hello, I am all colors, Sam. So they said it straight up. Like, he wrote, he wrote the words in, in order like this. Oh, my God. And then he that is creepy. And then he, and then that he, is so creepy. And then he pointed it to each one to, like, spell it out. Like, he... He wrote all those words, and then he wrote, like, and he pointed each one to spell the sentence Yeah, out. and I'll tell you, uh, this is what. It's re really weird. It's really weird. So, um, feeling comfortable enough, Faye then asked Sam a series of questions, to which he answered with enigmatic evasiveness. First, they asked Sam why his clothes were, all, like, were so torn and tattered. He told them that they were the only clothes that he owned. Yeah, I'm poor, baby. <laughs> So they then asked Sam if he was a ghost due to his chalk white face. He simply shook his head and said, quote, well, not really, but I kind of am in an odd sort of way. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I am from another dimension. And finally, when hit with a straightforward question of, well, what are you then? He responded by saying, huh, oh, you know. I am. A demon. He's he could be any of those things because he. I don't like how that's the thing I don't that I find weird and distrustworthy about whatever the heck this thing is. It's <laughs> not it's not just telling yeah. them what it is. It's like well no not really I kind of am well uh, a little bit like just it's being <laughs> really evasive to everything. Yeah, uh, and I'll tell hey you know what's mechanical phrase? You know everything mechanical. It's probably a joke. Teenagers like to play jokes on people. You know. <laughs> If, oh come on! This, hey, I like to think this was this is real. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's fun. So uh, the question dodging entity then explained to the children that the metal building they saw was not his only home on the mainland, and that there were many others like him on Earth. The being also told the kids that he was extremely nonviolent, and if he were attacked, he would not fight back. He's a pacifist. Uh, yeah. He wouldn't even fight. Yeah. A brave pacifist. Yeah. So Sam then offered to give the kids a tour of the inside of his hut. And since this, this story predates the classic term stranger danger that we all know, Faye and her friend readily agreed and followed Sam as he crawled through, the, through a dog door style entrance at the front of the structure. Danny, you, you, you know not to talk to strangers, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, good. Because uh, <laughs> these kids should not have followed him. Listen to the last of this, this podcast if you want to hear a recipe. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, favorite yeah. dessert. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, but no, I just want to make sure you wouldn't f you wouldn't um, like talk to any strangers, especially if they were seven foot tall, wooden robot clowns. Yeah. So once inside the structure, Faye then would tell the Bufora investigator that the interior contained two levels. The first level being coated with blue and green wallpaper, as well as a smattering of knobs and dials adorning the walls. Um, so in one corner sat what they described as an in, as an electric heater and all the furniture in the home was bland, being made of unpainted wood. The second floor was more of a loft, as it was much smaller than the first. It contained nothing at all to speak of, but the floor was made entirely of metal. It's a weird layout. Well, it's a weird this layout. is my home, guys. Ugh. How do you like it? Ugh. See, see, that's what I, that's what I, I'd like to thank you, but it didn't sound like, but then like the, <laughs> the darkest part of my brain. <laughs> it, no, he wasn't the Joker. Um, so... Sam then took off his hat, which, re which, he, um, uh, which revealed white ears and a head of brown hair, completely ignoring the curl of red hair adorning his head in the beginning. <laughs> I don't really understand that. 
Um, the kids asked Sam what his diet was like, and he told them that he ate wild berries that he gathered from the fields in the late afternoon, and he collected water from the stream that he purified and drank. Sam then decided to show the kids how he ate berries that he collected. This is horrifying. Sam placed a berry in his ear and thrust his head forward in a vicious motion, like <laughs> headbanging, causing the, causing the berry to appear in his right eye socket. And after repeating the vicious head thrash, the berry reappeared in the inside of Sam's mouth. Jesus, <laughs> Lord, Jesus, Lord, save me, run away. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's, dis it's disgusting. It's disgusting. So, it's just, it's just weird. That's I mean, well, because, well, because the, the, I guess, well, one? I guess the weirdest part about the whole thing is, is, is if like that did happen, then it's it makes me think it's more mechanical than human because I don't see how a guy could do that. So after another half an hour of friendly social banter, Faye and her friend bid their animatronic clown friend a farewell and left his metallic shack and began to make their way back to the golf course. So they told the first person that they came into contact with, which happened to be the golf course's groundskeeper, all about their encounter. So the groundskeeper laughed the entire thing off and wasn't even completely like, or remotely worried about the fact that there might be a pedophile dressed in a clown costume that was trying to lure children in into a shack back in the woods. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's really the, that's really the worst yeah. possible thing that could have happened. Yeah. Um, also, I want to tell you something. There's like a, a bear called Freddy Fazbear. He's an animatronic that kind of like he's like. Wait, wasn't that on a movie? Was that in a movie? No, it's a video <coughs> game. Oh, what video game? Five Nights at Freddy's. That that's that's in a movie. Yeah, that's a movie. I watched it. I did. Well, I watched it as a grown up. Yeah, you sh yeah you should. It's got Nicolas Cage. <coughs> it's got Nicolas Cage in it. It's awesome. What's Nicolas Cage? He's the, the best actor in the world. Yeah. So, um, three weeks later, however, Faye confided um, all about the story of Sam um, and took and um, told it to her dad. And he took it seriously from the get-go since he had already had his own experiences with UFOs and aliens. He'd seen like a UFO a couple years prior. So, when he's when his daughter told him this story, he was like, "I don't think you're crazy." It's like the first oh time that ever God. happened. Usually, I'm going to yeah. find this. Yeah, because usually telling people like you know about um the about alien encounters and stuff like that you know makes it ruins you know your kids don't want to talk to you your wife divorces you you uh, you um your girlfriend breaks up with you your work fires you <laughs> it kind of ruins your life so <laughs> so uh, Mr. Y Faye's father um as he was as he wanted to be referred to said that he went to the site where Faye um weeks l uh, later um had been but he could find no impression of anything had been there it's like no dud it's been almost a month I don't think there's going to be any impression of anything in the grass um. So uh, Faye's father said he believed that his daughter and her friend <coughs> had, excuse me, had been brought into some strange bubble dimension by the alien. As Faye had said, there were two nearby workmen who were within ear reach but hadn't seen or heard or said a thing. I do want to say I do construction. So trust me, like when I say that workers will not care about anything they're not getting paid to do. <laughs> so I could easily yeah. see these guys just being like, it's a building and just walking away. Um, so, but the, but that does make somewhat sense. I mean, like, they do say, like, when it comes, like, in a different dimension, they say about the veil, like, that there's, like, a, there's realities outside of, just yeah. outside of our own that we can't see. So, yeah. like, the, like, with the missing 411 yeah. cases that happen with people going missing in the woods, I, I mean, there is definitely some, like, hypothesis yeah. and some idea that that could happen. So, uh, but whatever you want to call this story, be it truthful, be it fascinating, or be it completely fake, yeah. I do believe Faye and her young friend saw something that day, and while it might not be an alien, I'd like to think that it was a possible interdimensional interloper 
who enjoyed our green earth and had some fun conversating with a different species that was far different from his yeah, own. Yeah, like, maybe, like, maybe he's, like... And that's the end of the story. Yeah. Also, so I want the whole story. So, everybody... Oh, wait, uh, no, real quick, Danny. Um, just, so, what'd you, think of the, um, what'd you think of the story? I think it was pretty cool and weird. What do you think it was? I think it could be probably... It could be probably a demon, or it could be just a spirit that... I mean, you're really stuck on the ghost thing, aren't you? Yeah, ghosts can, like, do that. Well, I mean, hey, let's look at it this way. It could be um, a ghost of a clown. It could be the ghost of an alien clown. Yeah, Who's a aliens are not ghosts? clown. Who's clown aliens ghost, are not ghosts? everybody. Beware the clown ghost. Yeah, alien clown <laughs> alien clowns can have ghosts. Because I don't see why they he's very disgusting. He is. Yeah, this one. I mean, All right, I mean so wood, wood and metal, seven feet tall, no shoes, had three fingers. I mean, it's yeah, kind of, it is kind of weird. It is yeah, kind of weird. Even Chuck E. Cheese is weird. Yeah, and any animatronic robot can be weird. People think they're cute, but it's like like the bear with the guitar, and then like there's like a fox with like a like a symbol. It's just weird. I don't like that. Yeah, concept. like Chuck E. Cheese is like never hey, went to one. Evil. He's evil. Never went to one. He's never went to so one. evil. I yeah, mean. it's a gross costume. Yeah. But no, um, yeah, no. So that's the end of the story, everyone. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. Um. Yeah, like the socials, the Skeleton Key Podcast. You know, we uh, we got YouTube channel coming up. We got Twitter, um, Instagram. Follow us. Next week, I'll be back with like the normal episode. I got a nice trial one coming. It's kind of gross, but we're gonna get into it. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, everyone. So that's the end of the episode.